At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth and the Glassman, PJ Glasser with you this morning. And joining us now in video, we're so excited, Jeremy Kahn, co-host of the Big Bad Morning Show, 6 to 10 Eastern on 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. What's up, Jeremy? Thank you so much for joining us. Before we get to tonight's loaded college basketball card, I'm sure you're sick of talking about it, but it's the first time I get to ask you about it. What is going on with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? This has been such a big topic of discussion. Have the Ravens messed things up here? Will he end up staying in Baltimore? Will we see him with like the Atlanta Falcons? Should I be betting them 80 to one <laughs> to, to win the Super Bowl? Where are you at with this Lamar Jackson situation? Um, I don't know. Uh, no, I, I, you know, it's funny to try to give an answer to this because I feel like there's a small group of people that really know what the answer is and, you know, whether or not he'll be back. If you were asking me as a betting man and I am a degenerate, I would bet that they end up trading him. I like, I, I just don't know how negotiations are going. We, we hear all different types of reports from people we respect in the industry, whether it's local writers here or national guys saying, Hey, they're this far apart, or there's a dis a disconnect here. Um, is it just about guaranteed money? Like I just saw the reported uh, money that that Daniel Jones was going to get being around two hundred million over five years. And I'm, if I'm Lamar, like keep signing all these people, keep signing everyone else. I'll eventually get paid because at minimum he's going to see the exclusive franchise tag, which is forty five million next year. Yeah, that's a really good point, Jeremy. What do you think of the uh, the new OC that they hired? You and I, we had the same feelings about Greg Roman. It was time to move on from him. They bring in Todd Munkin from Georgia. What do you think about this hire for Baltimore? I'm pretty excited. We talked to some people in Cleveland that said that he was, even with the, the time there um, with Kitchens, he wasn't given the full control of the offense. Kitchens was still controlling it. But like what we've seen out, of, out of, in Georgia, um, he's had some time in the league. I, I've said this numerous times. I don't care who they went with. Something needed to change because I got tired of seeing receivers running the same damn route on a play and everybody going, why aren't the receivers open? Well, they're being covered by one guy over there in coverage because they're in the same exact area against his own defense. Um, I, I just feel like Greg Roman, and if you talk to Bills fans and 49ers fans, they'd probably tell you the same thing. 
he did what he did really well as far as running the football, but at some point it never got better in the passing scheme, which makes you wonder if you're that good at running the football, how can you not get some single coverage or scheme somebody open? Um, one of my co-hosts calls this an either-or offense. You got two good tight ends. Well, one of them's going to have a good day. We'll just throw to him the whole day. The other guy can't get open. Or you got two good running backs. Well, why don't we give the ball to this one running back all the time and give this guy six carries? So a lot of things really didn't make sense, but um, it's going to be a tough scene. Look, the Ravens love draft picks, and you can imagine what they get back for a Lamar trade. But I'll go back to it. Once you find your quarterback, yeah, you feel good about it. You pay them, and then you move on. You know, you, you deal with it after the fact. Um, it's just scary. And and you mentioned Atlanta. That's I like some of the rumors that I've heard coming out of Atlanta. What they could get back for them. So you guys are the ones who left the fire Greg Roman letter at the castle in the middle of the season. <laughs> Remember that? No, I'm just kidding. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You, do you think they miss Ozzie Newsom at all, or is that not a factor? No, I think he's still involved to a degree. Like, it's Eric DaCosta's team. I think they go to him. Like, he's an advisor now, but what does that mean? Like, hey, come back to the building whenever you want. Can we call you whenever we want? Um, I still think Ozzy still has his hands in on this, but uh, but it's make no mistake about it. This is Eric DaCosta's team now, and he's shown us that he's drafted and done things a little bit differently. But this team covets draft picks. So I just think ultimately when push comes to shove, they're going to look at the situation. And if they're not going to meet the guaranteed money that Lamar wants – then you got to realize where you're at and just make the best decision moving forward for your team. Jeremy, would you do anything with the Ravens in the futures market? It sounds like you think they're going to trade Lamar, so you would just kind of wait and see, right? Because they're obviously going to get bigger prices on everything if he's gone. I can't because when you look at the division, let's be honest, everybody expects Cincinnati to be back. At some point, they're biting the bullet and paying Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, and I'm still the president of the Jamar Chase fan club, so I did have yesterday off for my day, President's Day. Um, but the fact <laughs> remains, but sorry, that was a very bad dad joke, which I'm known for doing. Um, but, but the, the fact of the matter is like you, we don't know about the Steelers and Kenny Pickett. And then what happens at the Browns? Does Sean Watson play like we expect him to play because his cap hit is way up there. It's the highest we've ever seen for a quarterback. So oh, yeah. you're looking at three teams that we have questions about. And then the Ravens coming in the Ravens, the rest of the roster, I think is set to compete. But if you're missing a quarterback, I, I can't invest in you now. If you told me it was going to be Derek Carr, then I'd listen to you and say, okay, I'm a little bit more interested in that than I am in a Mac Jones or maybe kicking the tires on a Geno Smith if they move him. But you still have the chance that Lamar comes back and they're right back where they should be. Yeah, Deshaun Watson is a wild card. I mean, he could he could be good and a year removed from all that drama. That could be interesting for the Browns. I want to move to MLB. We just had Seamus McGee of BetMGM. He's the lead trader on the show. And I was asking him about win totals. He said he saw a lot of sharp money come in on the Orioles over. You're there in Baltimore. What's your assessment of these, this Orioles team? Yeah, I, I think you'd have to like the over. Um, and going back and looking at it, they surprised everybody with the lowest payroll in baseball and kind of hit on all cylinders. And I don't expect them to move backwards. Now, maybe you think the numbers straightened out and it's a little bit more fair this year, but you've got two number one prospects in Gunnar Henderson and Adley Rutschman that are going to play a full season now. And they both have experience at this level, and they're only going to get better. Gunnar's packed on some muscle, so he's looking – uh, stout there. Defensively, they've always been solid. And with the analytics and how smart this front office is, I fully expect them to be moving forward. They saw something in Kyle Gibson, which I know sounds ridiculous, and they think he fits here, uh, working on another pitch and inside the ballpark's dimensions now that they've switched them up. 
Um, so then they go out and they look at a Cole Irvin, who's not a big strikeout guy, and they make a move for him, but he's a pitcher's pitcher, right? He's going to pitch the contact. you got a great defense behind you, and this is no longer technically considered a hitter's ballpark. It's, a, it's more of a – I'd say in the middle of the pack to a pitcher's ballpark in this division especially. So, um, yeah, I think you have to like them. They didn't make any real wholesale moves, but the team's going to be solid, and they're going to be in every game just like we expect them to be. Jeremy, it's crazy, isn't it, that you almost have more trust in what the Orioles front office is doing nowadays than the Ravens front office. And, like, I, that would have never been the case for the last, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years. If you had to make an either-or bet, whether you think it's just better value or one you think has a better chance of cashing, would you take the O's to win the AL East at 20-1 to 1, or Adley Rutschman win AL MVP at 35-1? to 1? Oh, man, what a can you give me Gunner at three to one to win the rookie of the year? Because I think that happens. Um, I think it's really hard for a catcher to win. I would probably go with the Orioles winning the AL East, even though I don't believe that happens. But uh, 20 to one. Look, you're you're that's a little bit of a sprinkle hoping that you hit on something there. Maybe you cash out down the line if you got good value. But um, yeah, I, I, that's where I would lean. And we have seen cu- uh, catchers win this award. Joe Maurer, Buster Posey yep. have won it. But we actually just talked about this last week on our show. But those guys are guys that you saw hitting 325, 331. Um, We'll see if Adley can do that because I think the power will be there with Adley. Will he get the opportunities this year as well? Because when And and this might be a good time to jump on that if you think it's possible because he DHs on his days off too. So how much they decide to use that this year, you're still going to get the at-bats. Let's talk about college basketball. Loaded card tonight. Villanova Xavier this one opened up at six quickly got gobbled up then we saw some five and a half now we're at four and a half Villanova four and a half point underdogs at Xavier I tend to lean Villanova because they're they're getting Justin Moore back uh what are you interested in this one yeah I'm on that same side as you I think the four and a half's a bit much I like the Xavier team um, and it, it's funny because every time I've gone against Xavier they've made me pay this year I'm not even gonna lie like when <laughs> when I'm sitting here and I bet against them it's like, screw you, Jeremy. Guess what? Uh, you're going to lose some more money here. But uh, but Xavier, <laughs> just a really solid ball club. But I agree with what you're saying. They're getting better. They're getting healthier. And I think four and a half is a bit much um, as far as uh, you know, looking at Villanova getting some points. Because Villanova, without more, they, they've struggled a little bit. But, I again, you're talking about a kind of a middle-of-the-pack team, an almost 500 team. I, I think Villanova can uh, jump up and bite them or at least make this an interesting game tonight. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Jeremy, the line that I, I thought was the most interesting of this card tonight is the Tennessee-Texas A&M game. I'm pretty surprised the Vols are underdogs in this game. I like them outright, plus 105 on the money line. What are your thoughts on this game? Because I don't think many realize that the Aggies are 12-2 and in SEC play. They're having a really good yeah. year. They're really good. Um, I, I, I'm on A&M just because, uh, th- like, I feel like teams get up for these moments, especially a team like A&M that, that really hasn't had a ton basketball-wise to cheer for in the past few years. And then now you're having a really good season and you're, you're kind of showcasing yourself and you get a big dog coming to town in Tennessee. Tennessee, look, the one thing that we know, they play defense. They don't want to see Kentucky because Kentucky's owned them for whatever reason this year. But Tennessee's defense will travel but they will allow you to be in games with sometimes uh, their inability to put the ball in the bucket consistently. So, um, but I do like AM at home. It's more of a lean for me and one of my plays tonight, uh, but there's a couple other games that really stood out to me this evening. Would one of those be Baylor at Kansas? Can I interest you in that? And it seems <laughs> like these teams in the Big 12 just can't win on the road, so would that make you stay away from Baylor minus one and a half at Kansas State? Sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. I Yeah, I stayed away from this one. I would probably look – like, I really love this Baylor team, and I'm bullish on them. I know they're coming off the, the tough loss at Kansas, or at least the tough second half where Kansas just absolutely annihilated them. Um, but I look at a situation here where I would probably lean Kansas State at home, um, but I stayed away from this game. This is one that it just kind of – the Big 12 has just been really, really difficult when you're looking at it. A couple of the games that stood out to me today – I do like Texas over Iowa State. It's a big number, and I think that's scaring people away. But this Texas team, when they get going, especially at home, can be a really tough team. But my favorite play of the night is Virginia Tech. This team has treated me so good, including on Saturday. Them at home against ranked teams against other opponents. Miami played great, and Wong came back, played fantastic in that game, really got the, his jump shot going. We'll see if he can continue that on. But I love this Virginia Tech team at home. I just think they're so good there. They feed off the crowd. Miss two free throws late. Get some free bacon. You can't beat it. So give me Vod Tech tonight. I like them minus the two and a half. I saw a stat today that unranked teams against top 515 AP poll teams are 13-3 and ATS when they're favored. Yeah. So the trend is in Jeremy's favor for sure. What do you make of Miami long term? Because I love their three guards with Miller, Wong and Pack and Larry Nag is obviously a really good tournament coach. ACC's had a rough season, but do you think with the right draw, Miami could be like a Sweet 16, maybe even like a Lead Eight kind of team? I do. I think. Look, Larry Nag is a great coach. The way, like everybody's going to look at some of the bigs and the the big time players, but you need great backcourts to make a run in the in postseason play. At least in my opinion, that's what I'm always looking for because they're the guys that have the ball in their hand. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to tell you to fade Purdue because they have the best big man and the best player in the country in Zach Eady, but they got to find a way to get the ball in his hand. So I think Purdue's obviously going to be there in the end. I already told you I'm bullish on Baylor, Kansas. I mean, we can go on and on. There's so many good teams, but I really like this Miami team. You mentioned Miller. Miller had been kind of keeping them going while Wong's poor shooting was going on, and then he was on one, man. He was shooting everything and hitting everything, four-point plays, three-pointer here, dunk there. So I, I like this Miami team a lot. I could hug you right now for the positive vibes you just put out against Purdue because I have a Purdue future and everyone around me is talking nothing but trash. So thank you for that. You're making me feel better. I want to ask you about something kind of big picture. I heard Seth Greenberg talking about how he's a little bit worried, a little concerned about some of these big 12 teams come tournament play. For example, like we saw in that Kansas TCU game last night, 
super physical. The, the refs were letting them play, and he was thinking, hey, come tournament time, we might be hearing some some whistles and this may not help these big 12 teams. Could you see something like that happening, especially in those early rounds and really affecting, you know, the physicality of the way, the style of those teams and how they play. I think it's very fair, right? We've talked about big East play and how some of those teams go into the tournament way back in the day, big East, you had those juggernauts, you had those, those games between like Pitt and Georgetown and Boston, like all these teams that were just fighting with one another. And then now you look at the Big 12, it's got to be hard to really stay up in that league game after game. Like you're Kansas. You just had a huge emotional win over Baylor. And then you got to go on the road last night and face TCU. And here you are, Baylor. You took one on the chin and you're going to K-State. These are all extremely tough games. So will they be battle tested? Yes. But I think that's one of the best points that I've heard is that you get a referee from, let's say, a whack or – you know, out west, and they're more likely to, to blow the whistle a little bit more instead of letting you guys play, you're going to find yourself in foul trouble. Yeah, Jeremy, real quick, we got about 45, 40 seconds left. Which team do you think is the best in the country? If, like, each team were to play their A game, who do you think's the best? Uh, I like Baylor a lot, but I'd still probably say Purdue. I mean, that's just – that's a solid, solid team. So I'll, I'll go with Purdue. <laughs> I'm going to make her happy. You made a a friend in Aaron today. You really did. We just need to have Jeremy Kahn on this show more often. This has been a pleasure. I really appreciate you coming on. I know you had to hustle from your show just to make it with us, and we appreciate the insight. Great conversation. That was Jeremy Kahn. You can hear him in the mornings, 6 to 10 Eastern, Monday through Friday on 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. Jeremy, thank you so much. This is BetQL Daily present. (laughs) The haters are everywhere, Jeremy, but you and me know what's up. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. That stat college basketball board. We're going to dive into it and tell you our favorite plays next.